Hello, and thank you for joining us for the Commonly Create Wealth Podcast, Small Caps Edition. My name is Marcel Mares, and I'm a portfolio strategist for Century Funds. Today on the podcast, we have Evan Rodmang, Senior Research Analyst, Small Cap Specialist, and we'll review the Century Small Mid-Cap Income Funds performance. But before we get started, I want to provide you with three reasons why this is a good time to own the Century Small Mid-Cap Income Fund. The first reason, Small Mid-Cap Asset Class outperforms coming out of market downturns, so don't miss out. They've done so coming out of nine out of the last 10 economic downturns relative to large cap. So history is on your side. The second reason why this is a good time to invest in Century Small Mid-Cap Income Fund is its holdings remain attractively priced. And Evan will highlight some of the names we like. Despite the recent upward movement in this category, there are still many companies overlooked by the mainstream investor. Century Small Mid-Cap Income Fund is a concentrated portfolio of about 50 holdings, and we are actively adding trimming names with best investment opportunities reflected in the portfolio. And the third reason is we have the expertise. Aubrey Hearn, the lead portfolio manager on this fund, has been recognized for to be the manager of a decade by investment executive in 2015, which included a volatile time during the global financial crisis. The Century Small Mid-Cap Income Fund offers access to North American small mid-caps and is the number one best performing fund in the Canadian-focused small mid-cap equity category since inception in 2005. And it has outperformed peers by over 300% over this time period. But what is more important and relevant to investors is the consistency. Whether you bought the fund 10 years ago or five years ago or three years ago, we've delivered a consistent experience to investors, whether an up or down market. And this was as of July 23rd and data was provided by Morningstar. Uh, Evan, over a one-month period, Century Small Mid-Cap Income Fund was up 3.3% versus 3% for the Canadian-focused small mid-cap equity category. Tell us, what were some of the contributors, detractors from performance over this period? Sure, Marcel. So some of the contributors during this period, uh, a big category that worked well for us would be financials. And so a couple names within that. Uh, the first would be uh, Treasura, which is a specialty insurance company based in Canada. They operate in surety, other risk solutions, and they have a nascent fronting business in the USA. And the company recently raised some equity in May, which gave them the balance sheet to grow their fronting business in the US more aggressively. They've been executing incredibly well, and this has been recognized by the market. This is still a name that we really like and are very uh, positive on over the long run. Another name that worked really well for us is KKR, which is a highly successful private equity firm based in the US. They recently acquired a majority stake in an insurance business called Global Atlantic, which is a retirement insurance company. They provide annuities. And this is a very good deal for them, we believe. It's expected to be highly accretive and give the company a more stable earnings profile going forward. And the shares have performed pretty well as a result. And so that's another name that we remain very positive on. Healthcare was another good category for us. So one business we own there is uh, called LabCorp. They offer clinical lab testing and diagnostic services across the U.S. And uh, we've seen lab volumes return faster than people expected. And that's been helped by COVID testing, which has caused the shares to perform quite well. In real estate, a name that uh, performed well for us is uh, Real Matters. They provide appraisal and title services across the U.S. And rates are kind of at historic lows, which has prompted a lot of purchase and refinance activity, which has really benefited the business. And so based on the read-throughs we're seeing, we expect them to have very good results for the next uh, couple quarters here. So that name's performed very well. And on the uh, detractors side, 
I'll just mention a couple. So uh, one name that hasn't done so well for us is uh, Brookfield Infrastructure, um, which is the infrastructure arm of Brookfield Asset Management. And this name is underperformed a little bit uh, relative to the broader market, but we do expect them to do quite well coming out of this and capitalize on a number of opportunities as they uh, come about. One area that um, they might be interested in is Western Canadian infrastructure, which has been uh, struggling as of late. So we'll, we'll see what happens there. And on the discretionary side, uh, we have been hit a bit by our experience related stocks um, like Live Nation, which is a, a global concert promoter and Liberty Braves, which is the owner of the Atlanta Braves baseball team. And essentially as sentiment is kind of faded on the speed of a recovery and people's ability to return to these experience-based events. The, those names have kind of just come off a little bit more recently, but uh, we're still quite positive on them over the longer term. Okay. Thanks, Evan. That's great. That's great recap. Um, so although we've had a strong three-month recovery with the Century Small Mid-Cap Income Fund up 17%, on a year-to-date basis, the fund was still down about 8%, despite beating the, the peer group. I mean, going forward, what do we need to see from markets and, and some of the fund holdings to continue this upward trajectory? Yeah, no, I can definitely address that. So historically experienced stocks have always done better in recessions. Um, just to give you an example, like Live Nation, a concert is quite a small part of uh, someone's annual income to go to one concert a year. So people generally still go to concerts during recessions. However, that wasn't the case uh, this time. This isn't a normal recession. So that's really impacted our consumer exposure side of our portfolio. The other thing I would call out is that we don't own any materials stocks, which has definitely impacted us relative to some other exposures in the uh, small cap world. Going forward, I think to kind of see things improve, we do need to see um, some progress in the fight against COVID. We are still pretty positive on human ingenuity and society kind of figuring out a solution to this, be it a therapeutic or a vaccine. Governments have been quite accommodative to date. And I think the combination of monetary and fiscal stimulus is going to continue to help bridge the gap that is being created here. And we do need to see business and consumer confidence hold in. Uh, fewer layoffs and higher uh, consumer spending is going to help kind of bolster the economy kind of going through this. And for the fund specifically, that's a very difficult question to answer. We continue to favor a barbell approach and weight our exposures along that. So on the low risk end of the barbell, we would own a name like Jameson Wellness, which provides vitamins and is very stable. And on the more risky side of the barbell, we continue to own Live Nation, the owner of Ticketmaster and a concert promoter, because we believe that their business will return very strongly at some point, but uh, they're all, they've obviously been hit the hardest by this event. Okay, that's great. Great. Um, Evan, economies have transitioned or are slowly transitioning from lockdown to gradual reopening. And at some point, we will be back to normalcy. During the first stage, the lockdown, there were obvious winners such as Zoom, Slack, Microsoft. Going forward, how is Century Small Mid-Cap Income Fund positioned to benefit from the next two stages, that the gradual reopening and back to normalcy? Can you highlight a few names that were added and maybe sold during this period and, and why? Just thinking about the gradual reopening, one name... I would mention, kind of mention it earlier, is LabCorp, which is a diagnostics and, and testing provider um, in labs across the U.S. And 
So that's a name we added to quite aggressively as we saw them reopening their labs because we believe that testing volumes were going to recover and COVID testing directly benefits names like LabCorp. So they've done quite well as a result of that. And we expect that to continue as COVID continues to spread across the United States. Thinking about a back to normalcy trade is uh, Great Canadian Gaming. This is a name that we've owned for a number of years and they own casinos in British Columbia and Ontario and New Brunswick. And we think this name will do quite well as we see businesses reopen, uh, people kind of returning to gambling and the valuation remains very depressed. But uh, we think as kind of we come out of stage three lockdowns, they're starting to open some of their locations and we expect um, one of their largest locations, Woodbine, to be reopened at some point and do quite well for the business over time. And this is a management team that's been very conservative, kept their balance sheet very well capitalized, and we think they will aggressively repurchase shares if shares remain at this valuation for much longer. In the trimming camp, one name I would call out, uh, KKR, we really like the name and we like the acquisition they did, but uh, we are a little bit more cautious just kind of given the valuation and it's done quite well. So we are taking a little bit of profits there. Another name I would call out is Transforce, which provides trucking and logistics across North America. This name has recovered pretty substantially uh, with pricing power really returning in the trucking space and is hitting all-time highs. So that's another name that we've been taking some profits on. The last one I would call out is CargoJet. This is a overnight freight and logistics provider across Canada. The name has done extremely well as e-commerce volumes have really benefited their business. And so we, we've been taking some profits there uh, just to manage our exposure. The name's done really well. Great, Evan. That was very insightful and we appreciate your bottom-up perspective. For the listeners, if you want to know more about Century Small Mid-Caps Income Fund and other Century Funds, check out ci.com. And join us next week for another update on Century Funds. Thank you and have a great day. This podcast is provided as a general source of information and should not be considered personal, legal, accounting, tax, or investment advice, or construed as an endorsement or recommendation of any entity or security discussed. Investors should seek the advice of professionals prior to implementing any changes to their investment. Certain statements in this podcast are forward-looking that are predictive in nature, depend upon, or refer to future events or conditions. Forward-looking statements are subject to risks, uncertainties, and assumptions that could cause actual results to differ materially from those set forth. Although the forward-looking statements contained herein are based upon what CI Global Asset Management and the Portfolio Manager believe to be reasonable assumptions, neither CI Global Asset Management nor the Portfolio Manager can assure that actual results will be consistent with these forward-looking statements. Certain statements contained in this podcast are based in whole or in part on information provided by third parties, and CI Global Asset Management has taken reasonable steps to ensure their accuracy. Market conditions may change, which may impact the information contained in this podcast. Commissions, trailing commissions, management fees, and expenses all may be associated with mutual fund investments. Please read the prospectus before investing. The indicated rates of return are the historical annual compounded total returns net of fees and expenses payable by the fund, including changes in security value and reinvestment of all dividends or distributions, and do not take into account sales, redemption, distribution, or optional charges or income taxes payable by any security holder that would have reduced returns. Mutual funds are not guaranteed. Their values change frequently, and past performance may not be repeated.